0: I'm Chris from Play Comics, a show where we look at video games based on comic properties and how well they stick to that source material, a part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned, and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other astonishingly geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. But um, again, how do you know they're all female? when somebody yeah. go out in the park and pull up the dinosaur skirts?
1: we control their chromosomes
2: it's really not that difficult all vertebrate embryos are inherently female anyway they just require an extra hormone given at the right developmental stage to make them male we simply deny them that
0: deny them that? John the kind of control you're attempting is uh, it's not possible listen if there's one thing the history of evolution has taught us it's that life will not be contained life breaks free it expands to new territories and it crashes through barriers painfully maybe even dangerously but Oh, there it is. There it is. You're implying that a group composed entirely of female animals will breed? No, I'm, I'm simply saying that life, uh, finds a way.
1: Welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week, we take a look at the movie that delighted everyone's inner 12-year-old starring Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum. It's 1993's Jurassic Park. But first, he's the guy who goes elbow deep in dino shit every chance he gets. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob?
0: I'm doing all right. Um, So today, uh, I decided protein bars. No. I'm 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 not fancy enough for protein bars. So I got myself a um snickerdoodle cream pie.
1: Oh that sounds so sweet.
0: Ugh. Um I mean it's alright. I told told the wife not to get any more. <laughs> you not not a fan? Um it's it's not Snickerdoodle. Is it not? Well, I mean it's it's a cake. Mm. And it's got cinnamon in it, mm. but it doesn't taste like a snickerdoodle cookie. Yeah. All um, right. Well, now but, that you've got yeah. your
1: face stuffed, you got any news for us this week?
0: Oh, oh, was I, was I supposed to, was I supposed to pull up news before we got started? Oh, maybe. Okay. Excellent. All right. So we've got a, uh, we've got a sequel on the horizon. A sequel to what? Uh, to a movie that we have uh, reviewed, and what would that movie be? The 2013 non-hit movie starring Jeff Bridges and Ryan Reynolds. Jeff Bridges and Ra- come on, Jeff Bridges, this is Jeff Bridges, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds. Non-hit movie. It was a non-hit movie. We we um, it got it got. They got uh, blasted by the critics. Oh, R.I.P.D.
1: There it oh is. Oh my God! They're making a sequel of R.I.P.D.
0: So, did you did you remember that, or were you just like, no, I remember it. Yeah, it just oh, okay, took me okay. a while
1: to bring back gotcha. that horrible memory of a movie. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So they're making a uh, prequel to R.I.P.D. called R.I.P.D. Two: Rise of the Damned. Uh, it follows uh, Jeff Bridges's Jeff. Bridges is, 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 um, Wild West lawman, Royal Roy Pulsifer. Apparently his last name was Pulsifer. I didn't, I didn't know that. Um, anyway, um, as he becomes the, uh, uh, when he first becomes part of RIPD. Um, and so it's played by, uh, Jeffrey Donovan, um, who's from burn notice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he gets shot by some outlaws and, uh, you know, you mean Jeff up. Bridges isn't going to reprise his role? Well, no, this is a prequel. I know, but still. Yeah, Maybe 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 he'll show up. Um but uh yeah. Yeah, it's um yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm not looking forward a, to this. The the it's first got a one sucks. It's got a chick, some sort of um some sort of um, mysterious swordswoman. As They uh, clash with creatures and undead insanity unleashes apocalyptic chaos. Sounds awful. Yeah, it's uh, yours to own on uh, digital Blu-ray and DVD on November 15th. (laughs) It's not even coming to theaters. It's going straight to (laughs) Blu-ray. Straight to video. Straight to video. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. What else you got? Um... Well, the next thing that I got, uh, I've got bad news. I don't, I don't have. Well, I mean, this is technically superhero related, um, but I think I'll get a pass for for the uh, subject matter. Um, so th- there is an exclusive out there by the uh, your favorite your favorite website who has trusted and proven sources. Uh-huh, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, it looks like uh, Jennifer Connelly is in talks to uh, sign up with Marvel. Oh, what's she going to play? Well, according to trusted and proven sources, it could be the Red She-Hulk.
1: The Red She-Hulk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why wouldn't... Was the Red She Hulk a different person than
0: just regular She Hulk? I guess, I guess so. Um, I don't, I don't know enough about She Hulk or or Hulk in general. Yeah. Uh, but it says um, they are speculating. Uh, well, she has been casted, uh, or there, there's rumors out there that she is interested uh, uh, in being cast as a villain. Uh, which isn't her normal thing. And they speculate Jennifer Connelly will be returning to Marvel as Betty Ross, but also as the red She-Hulk in World War Hulk. Wait, so they're going to replace, uh,
1: what's her face as Betty Ross. I mean, she was a Betty Ross in like the Hulk.
0: Yeah. Well, she, the- was, she, well, who's the other Betty Ross? Um, uh Steve Tyler's daughter. Um was she, well that was okay, yeah. She was she was Betty Ross for um Norton. Yeah, she was Betty Ross yeah. for Norton. Connolly was Connelly Betty was Ross was F-
1: Betty Ross for Banna. Banna
0: Yeah. 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 So I you know, frankly, I'd rather have uh, Jennifer Connolly as Betty Ross than well, yeah. uh Liv Tyler. Yeah. Um yeah. I you know, Take it with a grain of salt. It uh, comes from Giant Freaking Robot. So.
1: Yeah. I, I don't. I didn't know that Red She-Hulk was a different person.
0: Uh, let's see. Um, uh, don't see anything in this particular article where they talk about who the Red She-Hulk is. But, you know. Whatever. huh? interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So there's your uh, superhero news for you. All right. What else let's, you got? Let's go back over to sci-fi. Um, I've got, uh, it's not really big news, but I thought it was interesting news in that um, Star Trek Strange New Worlds uh, was honored with the seal of authentic representation for Bruce Horax Hemmer. Uh, Hemmer was the, um, uh, not Andorian, but the white dudes. Uh, He was the chief engineer. I can't remember what race they were. Uh, You know, Andorians are blue, but apparently there's some that look like Andorians that are white. I don't, I don't know. Anyway. uh, Anyway, so Bruce Horak is a legally blind uh, actor uh, who played a blind engineer alien in uh, Star Trek Strange New Worlds. He actually did really well. I, I thought he was a good engineer. Um, but uh, he got the ru- the show, got the Rutterman Seal of Approval. Um, the Rutterman Family Foundation is an advocacy group that focuses on advancement of people with disabilities. And their seal of approval is awarded to television series and films featuring actors with disabilities in substantial speaking roles that show... The commitment toward full inclusiveness in popular culture. Yeah, I just read that word for word. I thought I did pretty good. Um, well, now, your reading is
1: how, is coming along. So it is. Yeah. Good job so on that I don't, study.
0: Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know how blind he is. If he's like full on blind, or you know, like just can't see. He does use a cane. Uh, a, a stick you know a, a stick to navigate mm-hmm. so I don't know if he's full on blind or you know can see shapes or something um, but uh, I thought that was kind of interesting that uh, you know Star Trek Strange New Worlds again you need to check it out when you decide to uh, get your see your Paramount Plus renewed for Picard yeah like in February a, or something yeah give that a give that a look it's uh they're doing pretty good.
1: Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it depends a good on one. if I have it's time. Good. It's going to be a busy, you, busy time.
0: No, no, you'll have time. We'll make time. And uh, I've got one more. One more? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah see, I, uh, I, and because I, I felt like I needed to even things out. Um, again, from trusted and proven sources. <laughs> God. Yes. From trusted and proven you sources. You just look at fucking, uh, giant freaking robots homepage to see what you can <laughs> grab off of it. No, no, for some reason, giant freaking robot shows up on my, uh, on my Chrome newsfeed thing on my phone. And that's where I, and so it's like, Oh, okay. I thought this was interesting uh, from trusted and proven sources. Um, they, uh, a two time Academy award winning actor is being wooed to join the DC universe.
1: Two-time Academy Award-winning actor. Uh-huh. Well, I know that they're bringing, or they're trying to get Harrison Ford in as Thaddeus Ross.
0: No, that would be Marvel. Marvel. We're talking about... Oh, DC, DC, DC. DC. Yeah, DC, DC. Yeah, I don't know. You don't know? Oh, man. It See, when I say this name, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I can see that. Um, They are trying to woo... Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks? To play some version of Zoom, the reverse Flash for The Flash 2. What the so fuck Tom is a reverse Hanks, Flash? Somebody that still sits really still? No, it's, uh, it's the opposite of, uh, of The Flash. Um, they use the negative speed force as opposed to the speed force. And, you know, if you would watch your Arrowverse shows... You would know this I don't watch shit shows. I thought we've already established this mm well
1: s p would um have to disagree uh, with look you at what look at the titles s p puts
0: on our on our list yeah, but look at what you just got done uh doing I mean we had to watch battleship, we had to watch slipstream, you had to watch killer clowns from you know uh, whatnot um you know you've been watching a lot of shit shows so. You can't say that you don't watch shit shows. It's can canalic. The only time I have to watch shit shows is when
1: I'm forced to watch shit shows because people put shit shows on the great big list of sci-fi titles or they make me go on their show like the film appraisers and watch killer clowns from outer space.
0: Well, if you had quit, um, if you had quit.
1: Putting well, myself seen. in compromising positions where they yeah. can get blackmail on me. Yes, I know. Yeah. It's it's a problem.
0: Yeah. I'm working on it's, it. It's a work in process. The first step is to is admittance. The yeah. second step is um, stay away from the bus station. Right. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, good on them for thinking that there's a flash too that's going to happen. I from
1: what I understand the end of the current flash movie is supposed to kind of recast that role. Let's hope let's hope it's a good one. Yeah, we'll see. The DCU yeah. hasn't shown is me much. It's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh yeah. We'll we'll discuss that here in a bit.
0: Yeah. Why? Well, We're on
1: Jurassic Park. Yeah, I know, but on SATIC, we'll discuss that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. Because we've got Black Adam coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Who's
1: ready for a pod crawl? Uh, Only if it's short and sweet. It is short and sweet. Let's do this.
0: We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl, pod crawl, excellent. Inserted deep, pod crawl.
1: Kind of like a space suppository full of information.
2: John Hammond is a dreamer, and one day he dreamed of creating a park where the attractions devoured the tourists. Thus, Jurassic Park was born. John invited several really smart people, as well as his grandchildren, to his island park to tell him what a wonderful place it was. But when you skimp on paying the IT guy, bad things happen, like they try and steal your technology and lock you out of your security systems during a tropical storm while your future park endorsements are dodging dinosaurs looking for their next snack. The moral of this story, IT people are evil. Anyway, Alan, his girlfriend and fellow scientist Ellie and sexy mathematician Ian are all in various stages of fucked up as the park shuts down, goes dark and the dinos run amok. Jules from Pulp Fiction says that the only way to fix everything is to turn everything off and then back on. But that takes a trip to the other side of the park to do so And he heads off to never be seen again (laughs) Living his worst nightmare of having to spend any amount of time with children Alan is trying to make his way back to the visitor center With two kids who are trying their best to get themselves killed Ellie sets off across the park with Muldoon The Australian big game hunter trope Who gets eaten by the velociraptors that he was taking care of Because velociraptors don't give a fuck They all finally make their way to the visitor center where the kids are hunted in the kitchen by the pack of Velociraptors who are going to eat their weight several times over in Tasty People, Alan manages to save everyone in a bunker that is less secure than the tour cars they started in and brings them all to the main hall where the raptors have plenty of room to dine, but then T-Rex comes in to save the day. Alan decides that he's a no on the park, everyone loads into a helicopter to leave Nightmare Island, and roll prehistoric pelicans flying to parts unknown, credits.
1: All right, just as promised, short and sweet. So Jurassic Park, 1993's blockbuster sensation, became the highest grossing film ever after its run in the box office with almost a billion dollars in its first run, and then well over that tally after it re-released on its 20th anniversary. Uh, It's the oldest movie to hit a billion dollars in the box office.
0: That is... um that was impressive. I didn't realize it hit that.
1: Now it hit that in its first run. No, no, no. It hit just under a billion dollars in its first run. It was re-released back in two thousand three, or I'm sorry, right. two thousand thirteen, for a twentieth anniversary. So that's when it shot over the
0: billion dollars. When it hit the billion, yeah, wow, wow. But it was like I mean- uh, it
1: was uh, like ninth. Nine hundred and almost twenty million in its first run. So
0: well, that's not that's not bad.
1: Yeah, it wasn't until Titanic that a movie actually hit a billion dollars in the box office.
0: Well, that mean that's not nine hundred anything to shake a stick at, especially against a sixty three million dollar budget. Yeah,
1: I mean the budget was just minuscule. Yeah, so sixty three million. It's made over a billion. I think it's made its money back and then some. Which. Makes sense. I mean, the movie still holds up. It's still a oh, really, yeah. really good movie. That- I
0: was, yeah, I was going to mention that the the CGI in it is st- there. There's a couple places. I mean, I'm not going to say it's flawless, but there was a couple places where it was a little. Um, it reminded me of uh, claymation, just in the uh, the movement. It got a little jittery, or maybe that was just the video. I don't know, but uh, yeah, dinosaurs still looked good.
1: Yeah, and, and there was actually no claymation or no, no stop yeah, motion like in this, but yeah. uh it was all done with uh mostly done with animatronics, especially the close up scenes, yeah. and then they did some CGI on some C- of the Dino kind of running herd scenes and stuff. So. Yeah.
0: See a little bit of CGI, a little bit of animatronics, uh a little bit of puppete puppeteering. Yeah. Yeah. A well. little bit
1: of dudes in dinosaur suits. Yeah. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I mean, it's it still looks pretty good. I'll, I'll say that the CGI in this movie looks better than the CGI in She-Hulk. So,
0: oh, oh man, well, see here's here's where they went wrong. If you would just take your CGI and fuzzy it up just a touch, it looks a little bit better. <laughs> Who needs it crisp and clean? Right. We don't need. We don't need to see the hair follicles on the dinosaurs. Right. Or the feather follicles i don't you know i don't yeah are dinosaurs birds are birds dinosaurs well what's the the, big deal the theory is that uh
1: that birds evolved from yeah dinosaurs or yeah those yeah yeah so uh did you watch this in theaters when it first came
0: out i did uh of course i did and uh i this is this is still one of my favorites um in terms of, uh, I, I won't say no to it. You know, I'll watch it. I, I like me some uh, Jurassic Park. Um, I want to say Lost World, I'll say no, to, or I'll say yes to, but Jurassic Park 3, I, I'll say, you know, go screw yourself. <laughs> Maybe. I have to remember, Jurassic Park 3, that's the... Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I, you know, it started getting... Honestly, I mean, I like the whole franchise um, overall. I, I haven't like the whole seen franchise. past
1: Jurassic Park 3, so I don't You've know. You've never seen the worlds? No, I've never seen
0: any of the worlds. Oh, my gosh. I just want to say that I think Chris Pratt... Does a pretty good job of filling the Sam Neill shoes. Really, you know, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Chris Pratt isn't a. He is a, uh, a handler. He's not a paleontologist. He's a handler. So he's and Muldoon's. Think, yes, role. he's Mul. He's a he's a smart Muldoon. Um, I don't uh, think Muldoon was dull. Well, no, no. I didn't ever say he was dull. He was a little dumb. Well, that's what I but meant by dull. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Not sharp. He was, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. No, um, but Pratt. Pratt was a smart version in terms of you know, yeah. I know these things will kill me, and uh, I'm well aware of it, and I'm not going to let them hit me from the sides. Gotcha. Okay. Because they try to hit him from the sides, and he tells them to not do it. He like, oh, he tells them. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 You
1: don't do that. That's a oh, bad Velociraptor. Dude, He's got himself a
0: pet. He's got himself a pet Velociraptor. He really does. Okay, That seems. No, it it makes sense. It makes sense in the movie. Anyway. So you need to watch those. Uh, Even if we don't review these anytime soon, you need to watch them. They're pretty, they're pretty good. Um, Anyway, back to Jurassic Park. Yes. I, I watched it in theaters, loved it in theaters. Uh, I had it on DVD, or I'm sorry, I had it on VHS. Wore the VHS out, got it on DVD. Uh, now it's sitting on my Plex because the DVD uh, was getting scratched up beyond recognition. <laughs> uh, but You're so hard on your media. No, the kids are hard on the media. Why are you letting the kids touch your shit? Uh, well, you know, because I like my kids compared to you you don't you don't like your kids you don't let them touch your stuff you don't let them play with your things um i liked it i thought it was good now i read the book that this is based off yeah, of i have um, read the book yeah and but it's been so long i couldn't tell you one way or another whether it is faithful to the book uh, there's a ton of stuff more in the book i mean the, yeah. the the
1: stuff that they like show and the events that they go through is a small fraction of, of what's in the book.
0: Right. The book I think is the, thick. Yeah. And I think the book is actually like one and two put together or, you know, lost world is part of the book, you know, some of the, some of the stuff. So,
2: but anyway, I remember
0: that part, but maybe, well, I th- I thought some of, some of the scenes that were in the book happened in the second movie because they didn't make it into the first movie. Maybe. I guess.
1: It's been a while since I've seen the second one.
0: Uh it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, what about you? Yeah,
1: so I saw this in theaters. Um did you? <clears throat> yeah, actually I saw this in IMAX in theaters. Ooh. We were on uh some sort of school trip in San Antonio at the time. Oh, it was uh we were doing a jazz competition. Uh, what, so, what were
0: you doing in San Antonio? I just told you
1: we were doing a jazz competition in San Antonio. You, for college?
0: No, for high school. I was in high
1: school when this movie came out.
0: Don't lie. This came out in the 90s. You were yeah. at least in college. Third, <laughs> fourth year in college, dude. <laughs> no, I was still in high school. I was like uh, a
1: junior or senior what, when this What, did you came like out. fail four times? Something like that, you know. Yeah. Fifth year okay. freshman, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fifth year freshman, nice. <laughs> uh, no, we were in we were in uh, San Antonio for a jazz competition, and uh, okay, uh, we got to watch this in in IMAX. It was absolutely incredible watching this on a humongous screen like an IMAX screen back in 1993, 94, whenever it was. It yeah. was it was phenomenal.
0: I've only seen one IMAX movie in all my life. Really. Yeah, and I think I think because of the movie I saw, it stunted me from ever wanting to see it again. Why? Because when you go to IMAX and you are presented with a and it's not even a close up. I mean, it's just cuz the screen's that big, but when you are provided a close up of Lawrence Fishburne's face, it's things <laughs> of nightmares you watched the matrix on IMAX. I, th- I think it was i think it was matrix uh i think it was matrix reloaded uh, not the matrix i think it was the matrix reloaded that i watched it but i mean you get a close-up and I, I didn't know i was watching a moon documentary but uh, yeah it's just i was like man man i don't know no, it was it was amazing. It was too close,
1: too close. It was amazing watching this on IMAX. I mean, when the T Rex is is coming towards them, and all you see is the vibration of the water, and then they actually feel that through your seat. Right. That was, yeah. That was I really. Can, yeah, I it was immersive.
0: See, I could see that being being entertaining, being fun.
1: Yeah. So the like I said, the the story was basically just a, a small fraction of the story that was in Michael Crichton's book. And Michael Crichton was a fairly prolific a, author at this point and was right. moving more and more into like T V and film. And he was he was involved in this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He was actually the, the one that yeah. pitched the screenplay to uh Steven Spielberg while he was on the set or talking to Spielberg about the screenplay of ER. Um and yeah, that peaked Spielberg's interest and Spielberg was the one that kind of pushed this through to get it done. In fact, they wanted, uh, (laughs) they told Spielberg that he could do Schindler's list if he did Jurassic Park first. So
0: nice. Yeah. Cause that was his like pet project.
1: Yeah. So that was, that was his passion project was Schindler's list, which was another excellent, excellent film. Just absolutely heart wrenching.
0: Has he done anything bad? Yes. Yes, really? Steven
1: Spielberg has done bad stuff. Oh, I don't believe it. Oh, he has. So I Oops. present to you. Let me f- look up his filmography here so I can, because there's been a few that he's done that were not very good. Um, Hook, I present to you Hook. That was oh, not a Hook good movie. wasn't that bad? Hook was not a good movie. Ah, oh, fine. Um, no. Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull.
0: Look, look, it has aliens in it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. In fact, I dare say it has aliens in it. Therefore, sci-fi. Put that fucker on the list. Uh, West Side Story. West Side Story. Look, okay, he's getting old in his <laughs> in his years. Um you know and i mean did west side story really do bad yeah it was, i was not it, it wasn't I didn't a great watch movie it, so, okay. so let's look at and see
1: um budget of 100 oh, million yeah. uh box yeah. office is of 76 yeah so definitely yeah. a financial failure the critical mm-hmm. reception uh it gets it gets actually pretty good reviews on rotten tomatoes i think it's so cuz it's, it's
0: a musical you know, people know it came from Broadway show. Maybe that had some maybe. bad connotations.
1: Maybe. I don't, I don't know. It also may be that uh because it was a Spielberg flick, um, he gets a little bit of a Spielberg bump on his critical response, but yeah.
0: Oh yeah, okay. Gotcha. So oh, it's Spielberg. He was trying to be fancy with this. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean, okay, okay. He's,
1: he's made some, some not very great movies. Gotcha. Now, not many oh, of
0: them. I do want to say that I have, uh, this movie's good. I like the movie, but the I movie do have some, I have some problems with it. You
1: have it. some quaggles? What quaggles do
0: you have with the movie? Well, first off, um, there, there's, a, there's a big blooper in this movie. What's that? You never saw it? You never saw the blooper, I guess not. Man, helicopter scene at uh-huh. the beginning. Yeah, all right. They're all flying along. One side, you've got uh, you've got the old man, uh-huh. and you've got Grant, and you got Ellie on that one side, or technically Ellie, and then Grant, right? And then uh-huh. on the other side, you've got uh, you've got. Uh, um, uh, what's his face jeff goldblum uh, jeff jeff goldblum lawyer man right mm-hmm. so you got grant or not grant you've got uh, old man and jeff goldblum face to face looking out the window looking at the pretty scenery they land they get out old man gets out first all right lawyer gets out second what the hell lawyer wasn't next to the window but
1: when they, they got out on out, the on the right hand side, so presumably the old man got out first, but he had to crawl
0: through everybody to get out, uh, right? Well, I mean, it never really dictates who was facing forward and who was facing back because you never really saw out the window originally. I think the old man, so, I
1: think the old man Grant and Ellie were all facing backward.
0: Yeah. Okay,
1: I remember the motion outside of the window, the way that they were yeah. moving. I think they, they were, were facing, they were facing, facing the back.
0: backward. Yeah. So if you take that and you set it down, yeah. So the either either the old man climbed over everybody or the lawyer climbed over um, everybody. So yeah. regardless, people got out in the wrong the wrong fashion. So I noticed that. Now, honestly, I probably didn't know. That. In fact, I know I didn't notice it before, but I noticed it yesterday or the day before. When did I watch this movie? That's Yesterday. your
1: biggest quabble?
0: No. No, no, no. I just <laughs> thought I'd bring that one up. Here's the here's a here's a good quabble for you though. Beginning of the movie. We're transporting a, a velociraptor into its holding pin. Yep. Right. So um, you know, it's kind of a heavy thing. We kind gotta of. be super we gotta be super careful. So we're gonna set this bad boy down with uh with a forklift, and then we're gonna get a whole slew of crewmen come over, and we're going to push this bad boy up against the uh, magnetic lock or whatever locking mechanism it is. It's something because it engages, lights turn on, it's engaged, it's secure. Yep. Right? Right. Now, some other lonely dude. First off, you've got so many dudes that everybody has a – this must be a union job. Everybody's got a specific job to do. Um, So a different dude climbs up on top, and is able is able to lift the gate. Okay. We got a we got a seriously dangerous dinosaur being held back by a gate that can be lifted by a man. Sure. There's my problem.
1: Well, maybe the gate lock disengages whenever they lock
0: it up to whatever they're shoved up against. Okay, okay, I can, I can understand that. But then they have a dude lifting up the gate. Well, Just he, seems a, It seems so. you got to be able old. to lift up the gate somehow. It, the gate doesn't have to be
1: heavy enough that you can't lift it if it locks. Okay, okay.
0: But then it disengages and uh, he gets sucked yeah. in. There is that. It just there. There was just a whole. Uh, there was just something totally dramatic shady about that. Yeah, it was. It was shady. Shows you how that. dangerous it is. Uh, great, great. Thanks, thanks for telling me. I guess they had to have a reason to bring people to the island before it was ready. A hundred percent. You know, hey, we just had a dude die from a velociraptor, but uh, hey, bring my grandkids. Yeah. Good time.
1: The quibble that I have is the there there's no backup or redundancy system for any of the security systems that they have on the island.
0: It's like you're reading my haiku.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so they're on this this island in apparently a place that gets like tropical storms and, tropical and hurricanes. Storms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
0: they know Which, that granted, there's you would know that one was coming a lot sooner than they did yeah
1: I, although you know one w- might be coming but you don't know the exact track i mean even even now we don't know an exact storm track until it's like a day or two before landfall and even a day then it could and then even then it could shift you know several hundred miles within within that time um so I, i'll give them some of the benefit of the doubt uh you know not knowing if it's going to hit the island until it's it's pretty close to hitting the island but still at that point you know that there's possibilities that you could have power knocked out or damage sustained from a large storm like that right why don't you put contingencies in place or battery or, or some sort of backup in place so that
0: generator
1: something yeah so that whenever your primary or your, your power system gets hit or damaged. This secondary system kicks in or you have some sort of other contingency that keeps these really, really dangerous animals that you've created in, in and, place.
0: And why why is your power system on the same system as everything else? Why Why not have it isolated so that, you know... If a system has to be rebooted, you can reboot the individual systems and not necessarily re, have to reboot the whole thing right now, I get that the dude hack everybody's a hacker in the nineties
1: that was the uh um, yeah that was the the big term, yeah,
0: yep yep everybody's a hacker in the nineties um so so I understand that he met messed some stuff up, but uh you know it's a good thing that uh w- one. Um, the little girl knew unix it's it's which, unix, I know this, okay. which which Unix is mostly command based
1: well, Unix back then was pretty much all command based
0: right, right, but they've got a pretty graphical interface that you can fly towards <laughs> yeah phones. that was that was
1: awful, and that's i I blame so that on on movie uh on on it being in a movie it's really it's 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 really hard to show command line interfaces in a movie and make it interesting and so movies typically do this this visualization of command line interfaces which doesn't really yeah. match reality at all
0: so yeah no not at all no so how did how did the dinosaurs how did the raptors open the doors? Okay, they have so, hands, I mean, they have little arms. Right, right, right. So I okay, I will I will accept I will accept that the, they watched and they learned or what have you for in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. What about the one for the mechanical room? If I remember correctly, that outside door opened outward. The mechanical so, room in the bunker, are you talking? No. The one where uh, Samuel L. Jackson died in. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah, that was so like that, a, the bunker outside, where the electrical
0: was. Yeah, yeah. So that outside door was opened outward, I, blot, I thought. Like you had to pull it open to get in, and then it closed behind you.
1: Yeah, I thought it opened inward, but you might be right. I didn't pay enough attention.
0: Okay. So we've got, regardless, we've got two, we've got two problems here. Um, let's go with the open outward one. Okay. It opened outward. Um, and somehow Velociraptors have learned to open doors, um, but not just open doors and push it with their head like they did in the kitchen, but open doors and pull and pull themselves around and then get themselves around and get in. All right. So there's, there's that problem. Um, Problem number two, if the door opened inward, um, I believe that is an OSHA violation, um, and they would have been cited for that because your emergency egresses have to open outward so that uh, it makes it easier to get out. Okay, well, there's no OSHA on this island. Bullshit, there's oceans all around the island. No, OSHA. On this island. Oh, OSHA, not oceans. Oh, Oh. were you saying it was an
1: ocean violation? No, I said OSHA. (laughs) Because ocean violation sounds much more on brand for you. (laughs) It does, doesn't it?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, I mean, it just, yeah, I just, I'm pretty sure, I'd have to go back and watch, but I'm pretty sure that the door opened outward. And that was my one little issue is that, The door opened outward, which meant that you know the dinosaur had to. It's not just a simple push the handy the 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 AHA or a uh, handicap accessible um, uh, doorknob you know lever down and push. It's a push pull get around it sort of situation.
1: Well, I mean these are velociraptors that can also get out of locked. Uh, storage freezers too so
0: yeah Well, no no do you think so i know i think that one i think that one was from the bunker i think there were one three velociraptors three velociraptors that were chasing them in the kitchen right one in the one down in the electrical room and two no there was only two in the kitchen no there were three in the kitchen There was only two in the kitchen. There
1: were three in the kitchen because when they opened the two doors that went into the kitchen, there was one in one door and then two in the other. There were three in the kitchen.
0: No. There were three in
1: the kitchen. There's only two in the kitchen. There are three in the kitchen.
0: Oh, whatever. Okay, so even if there's three in the kitchen, one gets locked in the door in the freezer... There was only two that the uh, Ninja T-Rex ate. Was there only two that I thought there was three in the banquet hall? No, there was only two at the very end. Because I was watching for that because I was like, oh man, I thought there was three at the end. If there's three here, how the hell did they get the pin out of the thing? Okay. So, So I thought there was always, I swear there was only two in the kitchen. Well, if there were only oh. two in
1: the kitchen, then they, they would have had to have gotten the pen out.
0: No, no. The, uh, the, the second one came from, because remember, so you had one that was chasing them from in the kitchen, right? And it came from one direction and they started to run. No, yeah. So they started to run out the door and they got stopped by the other one. That other one came from the bunker. Okay. Give me just a sec here because there were three in the kitchen. There was two in the kitchen. In the kitchen, let's see. Jurassic Park kitchen scene, raptors in the kitchen. Here we go. It's a three minute YouTube video, but I have to watch a audio video first or a commercial. All right, door is opening, it's a dude with a hand with claws on it. And then we got him opening. He's headbutting the door. So this, this leads my, abil- my uh, problem with, uh, with the, uh, opening the bunker from the outside way. So we have one in the doorway. He's looking around. He, he does a little honky honk. So he comes in, and a second one comes in behind him. So there's only two in the kitchen. Hold on. Follow me. Still see just two. Velociraptors are impatient. They click their toenails on the ground. Okay, he's got it in the freezer. Yep, still two in the kitchen. So after they get the
1: one in the freezer, where'd the second one go?
0: So the one got... Yeah, the one got knocked over. The one got knocked out because <clears throat> he head-bunted the thing. The other one gets in the freezer. They close the freezer, put the pin in. So I figured that one was good. So then they're running off, and one of them starts following them out. Oh, uh, so okay. Got, they got the one that they they. So then they meet up with Grant. Um, they go down into the control center area. Yeah, with, with a door that
1: locks, and then a big,
0: huge window that can just get glass, smashed glass in. Pane yeah, that can get. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I. So it was just the one there, and then the second one was the one that came from outside uh, because they tried to go out the main door, and then they couldn't because another Velociraptor showed up. So, so two in the ki- two in the kitchen, not three. Anyway, yep, there's that. But here's 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 another one of my one of my little quabbles is, um, you know, they make this big deal, big deal about you know. The dinosaur, uh, the T Rex can like shake the earth, mm-hmm. right? You're getting the tremors and all that. Shake the earth. You know when he's coming back because, you know, water's moving and all that kind of stuff. Right. And, and it's not like, and it's not like he's sneaky. Um but he sure
1: does sneak up on them in the in that main hall. Exactly. He sneaks up
0: out of nowhere. Just just appears. Just appears and like saves them from from the velociraptor. Honestly, I would I would think, you know, I'm okay with him saving, but I I expected a you know a, a a roar or something before it happened right right yeah right, you know and maybe they're about to lunge and then you hear this roar and they all turn they everybody turns and looks and the velociraptors decide that the T-Rex is more important to to go after right you know um, yeah that T-Rex was just there it's, it's just, just out of she, nowhere it's just freaking just, just, just poof stealth, yeah stealth mode ninja T-Rex for You're the you are a win. wizard T-Rex uh, <laughs> yeah I just and that never hit me when I watched it originally, um, but it hit me after I've wa- after I've watched it a couple times. It's just kind of like, damn, that thing sneaks up on you, yeah. And that shouldn't be the case, yeah. But yeah, you also got the interactive CD-ROMs. Oh, that's Those, right. <laughs>
1: that, <laughs> that was That was a big like, buzzword back in nineteen ninety three. CD-ROMs were like uh, for for computers. CD-ROMs were new technology.
0: They were, yeah, interactive CD-ROMs. Yeah, you just touch the screen and it does the command that you want it to do. Yeah, it's like, okay, okay, all right, <laughs> and <Thanks>. those
1: big, <laughs> those big fucking consoles to hold the
0: monitor yeah. and the computer yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. It 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 does show its age in that particular situation. Yeah. Um, you, you know, just the technology itself. It's. But uh, I mean, it still holds up. CGI holds up. Practical effects still hold up. Um,
1: yeah, it still looks you know, good. I mean, it's yeah, it's well directed. It's well acted. Well written.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I think so. I, you know, and I love I love Scottish Colonel Sanders. Scottish Colonel Sanders. Yeah. It's Kentucky Fried Chicken with haggis. I guess I don't Kentucky Fried Haggis yeah KFH. Right, I, yeah yeah Ooh, we might be onto to something
1: I don't think so, no All no. right.
0: all right, final thoughts uh, I still like it, I'll still watch it um you know it's one of the better dinosaur centric movies that i've seen uh you know and yeah, I, I mean it still holds up. It, it's even still a very stuff. good
1: movie. Um, yeah. Even the special effects still hold up pretty well. Yeah, it still holds up against years the newer later. stuff too.
0: Yeah, yeah, holds up against the newer stuff. I like it. Yeah. So,
1: all right, you got a haiku for us this week.
0: I know you mentioned oh, it. Let's, let's. I do. Hear it. All right. This one is titled "Hello, Newman." <laughs> <laughs> Disgruntled worker everything on one system he spared no expense
1: <laughs> yeah so you got to you got to keep your eye on shady it people and all Apparently. it people are shady so yeah yeah, yeah. you got to keep an eye on you people
0: especially, especially when they uh make excuses for just about everything
1: yeah yeah but i thought that was standard practicing
0: no, no, you just tell them to turn it off, turn it back on again. Which is what they had to do. They did. They did. Except it wasn't an easy turn off, turn back on. Apparently, when you turn it off, it flips all the breakers in the process. Right. When it was just the system itself that was messed up. So you would be turning off the computer system that controls things, not necessarily... The breakers that had manual push buttons, therefore the computer shouldn't be able to turn them off. Shouldn't be able to turn off mains. I can understand being able to temporarily deactivate a gate or something like that, um, but not turn off the mains. Sorry did i find a hole <laughs> you got any awards i do i do i have a few all right who's got your black lung well this goes into my t- my uh black lung would ten thousand volts kill you not necessarily no it's the amps
1: yeah so it's it's not the
0: it's not the volts not necessarily, the am- yeah, not necessarily yeah it's not
1: necessarily the amount of current it's it's yeah it's 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 not the voltage it's the amperage
0: Gotcha. Low amps, lots of volts, enough to scare them off. Yeah. And you can have low
1: voltage and and high amperage, and that will fuck you up. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Black loan goes to Tim, the boy. Tim, the boy? Okay. Yeah. He he was smoking. (laughs) Yeah, he was, literally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I gave it to Tim. All right. Well, mine's
1: going to go to Ray because every time he was on camera, he had a cigarette oh, in his yeah. mouth. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That one was a little on the nose. I, I wanted to go with something a little different. Sure. No, I get yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Who's got your head lush? Oh, I went ahead and just gave it to Malcolm because he had a flask in the car. Yeah. Yeah. Malcolm's
1: yeah. getting mine too.
0: Yeah. Nah, he's just giving yours because it's Jeff Goldblum.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if yeah. he would have smoked any, he would have gotten my black lung.
0: Yeah. Would have gotten all yeah. the awards. All the awards. All right, who's got your player? I'm giving it to Malcolm for putting the chaos moves on Ellie. Ellie, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah. Malcolm's getting I mine to, too. In I fact, need to hold your hand and then move your hair a little bit. He's getting
1: my more uh, on the. He's always on the lookout for the future. Yeah, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Mrs. Malcolm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, who's getting your purple hippo?
0: Uh, purple hippo. Um, I went ahead. I. I gave it to Grant. Um, I gave it to Dr. Grant because, because of the look on his face. He was thoroughly unimpressed until he saw the first dinosaurs. Um, and I think that was kind of a head trip for himself. Yeah, he almost passed out. <laughs> oh, right, right. So I'm giving him, I'm giving him the purple hippo. All right. Uh, mine's actually going
1: to go to Tim for getting electrocuted. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, then brought yeah. back hey, to life. Yeah. And finished counting. And finished counting. Yeah. Three. Yeah, three. <laughs> as soon as he gained consciousness again. Three. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, is, it's, it, is it random time?
1: It's random time. Let's Ooh, see. Uh, no way. Let's whammies. see what, what big pile of crap we can pull off of the list this time? Yeah, this one wasn't oh bad. No, no, it wasn't. We got we got lucky on this one. So, all right, you need to pick a number between one and one fifty-four.
0: All right, um, I am gonna go because this movie uh, eventually made one Oh, 046 billion I am going to go with number 10 oh, oh, we can need to round up 105 oh, 105 all right tell me when to and, stop uh, Give it a couple more clicks and then stop Okay 105 So this movie was so popular that I remember we played the Jurassic Park theme song in band.
1: Oh, yeah. There were a lot of bands that did that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Now, in 93, I was still in uh, elementary. No? Middle school? No. Yeah. Middle school.
1: So. Next episode, we will be reviewing the movie where an altruistic chemist, Invents a fabric which resists wear and stain as a boon to humanity, but big business and labor realize it must be suppressed for economic reasons. This stars Alec Guinness, Joan Greenwood, and Cecil Parker. Got any clue? The fuck. Oh, I don't know what Obi-Wan Kenobi did. <laughs> oh, this, this is, is Star Wars? This is 1951's The Man in the White Suit.
0: Oh, my God. who who do we blame for this
1: uh this is going to be
0: uh this is me oh you piece of shit (laughs) Uh, at least we can watch it on um we can watch it on amazon prime it's a it's it's a
1: drama comedy drama sci-fi is how it's classified satirical
0: sci-fi comedy all right all right this is a young alec guinness a
1: very young alec guinness
0: wow all right
1: in fact alec guinness looks a lot like in this movie poster looks a lot like what's his face from uh, uh the guy who played gomer Pyle. what was his name oh shazam yeah uh, um, the hell was his uh, name? Um, Jim Neighbors, yeah. Jim Neighbors, okay. Yeah, he looks a lot like Jim Neighbors in this movie poster.
0: I don't, I don't have high hopes for this. Um, be, because its box office is in pounds.
1: <laughs> it may. It's got a seven point three on on IMDb's out of ten rating. So
0: yeah. All right yeah
1: next episode it'll be a it'll be an oldie but a goodie hey whoa
0: whoa don't go that far oh, yeah it'll be an oldie I don't I don't know if it's gonna be a goodie yet
1: that's all we've got for this week. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl music is Snack Mix by Machette. If you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Discord. On Twitter, at status underscore podcast, or you can email us at smokinganddrinkinginspace at outlook.com. If you'd like to throw a few nickels our way, you can become a Patreon supporter by going to smokinganddrinkinginspace.com forward slash Patreon and make sure to visit Gunna Geek for more great shows at GunnaGeek.com. For this episode, I'm Jason. And uh, I want to go to that theme
0: park where the characters are auto erotica. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sign me up for that. Absolutely. We'll talk at
1: you next episode.